Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. There is a tortilla on my table oh that's for me <laughs> I <meant to> put... <laughs> it's just sitting here that's my tortillas i'm eating them for lunch put it down and a little raspberry limeade thing it's a weird show my name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She had her hair did the other day. Yeah. She's Ashley Pickle. Yeah, got the eyebrows did, the hair did, feel like a a whole new woman. Yeah, I I like my hair is always a a I got to time the haircuts mm-hmm. so that because I go on whenever I go on the television. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Cuz I don't care how I look for you people. Mm-mm. But, you know, for TV. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like that was why I was like I got to get the eyebrows done like this. There this was, needs major maintenance right now. <laughs> well, and actually it's it's funny. There was uh, the other night Mayweath was uh, watching Mayweth. the TFT 1000 like our best of. Uh-huh. Like the the funny moments and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you go back there is a really strong like long period of time where I didn't do anything to my hair. Mm-hmm. It just, I just showed up and it was there. Like I didn't put anything uh-huh. in my hair. And now my wife was like, you look really weird from back then. <laughs> and I'm like, you married that. <laughs> I didn't have anything in my hair for my wedding. Oh, Tep, come on. I, I just, that wasn't my deal. I wasn't, I wasn't hair product guy. Well, now we've been married we've for come a long way. Been married for eight years now, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah now I remember when we were rolling that on the one thousandth episode. You were looking down and looked up and goes, "Oh my god, my hair, uh, <laughs> like, hair." I was fat. <laughs> like, there was a, there was a lot going. The on glow there. up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, do we first walk through the door? We sure do. It was Meese, Rob Hadaway, Andrew Christensen, and Alan Shepard. Welcome in, fellas. Today's Thursday, August twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Ninety one days till Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand seventeen. One thousand seventeen. This is the R. C. Stevens episode. He played thirty three games, the final thirty three games in his major league career for the Washington Senators in nineteen sixty and one. On today's show, 
friends. It is football time in Texas. We will roll out the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year preseason watch list. Um, we are very excited to uh, to share that with you. 100 players that we have our eye on for the most prestigious award in Texas high school football. We'll roll that out coming up here in a moment. Then we will talk with the head coach of the Iowa Park Hawks, who kick off tomorrow against Holiday. We'll hear from Aubrey Sims. We're going to talk with him coming up here live in about 10 minutes or so. And then back half of the show, that's right, the triumphant return of the picks. My high school football predictions for week one of the 2020 season. Uh, Pickle spent all day editing it. Uh, and by all day, I mean like all week. Hours of my life. Hours of your life. But that's kind of what we pay you for. It is. So I'm not complaining. Go. Anyway. There's something I was going to say. Oh, well. I've still got it enough time. The monkey is... I know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, like, I, it's, it's like when Homer Simpson says, I love the ballet, and then he starts thinking it's like it's a bear and a fez driving <laughs> like in a circle. It's like he thinks that's the ballet. Anyway, um, let's get to this. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in Texas, and the Texas Bowl proudly announced the 100-player watch list for the Mr. Texas Football High School Player of the Year Award. The voters, when appropriate, will add players to the watch list. Mr. Texas Football annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Each week, fans are given a chance to vote for the Player of the Week on TexasFootball.com. At the end of the high school football season, 10 finalists will be named. Fans can then vote for who they think should be Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. The winner of the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Award will be announced prior to the 2020 Texas Bowl, which will be played at NRG Stadium in Houston. Former winners of the award including include 2018 Heisman Trophy winner and number one overall pick Kyler Murray in 2013 and 2014. 2012 Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel, he won in 2010. Former Texas Longhorns running back Jonathan Gray, he won in 2011. We talked to them just the other day. Um, former Tampa Bay running back Buccaneers running back Jaquiz Rogers won in 2007. Current Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders won in 2017. Carolina Panthers quarterback Garrett Gilbert won in 2008. Frisco Lone Star and Oklahoma Sooners wide receiver Marvin Mims took home the award in 2019. And so we've got our 100-player watch list for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. We're going to start rolling it up here on the screen. we got broken up into two graphics. And, yeah, we've got players from all over the state, mm-hmm. all over the uh, every position, every, um, a- a- every classification. Because if you play football in the state of Texas, public school, private school, 6A, 6-man, whatever it is, you are eligible to be named the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. And these are 100 guys that we have our eye on. Uh, again, that's not to say that we can't uh, can't add to that list uh, coming up here. In fact, you know, one thing I want to look up. I wonder, um, I wonder if we had Marvin Mims on our watch list last year. Let's see if we did that. I'm going to find this out. I would assume so, and if not, we're about to. We're going to find out. But um, we did have the. Um, uh, but but that is one thing that that we're we're very proud of here at Mr. Texas Football or Dave Campbell's Texas Football is to award the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year award. And of course, we will have the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week coming up here starting next uh, starting on Monday. We'll announce our first ten candidates for that week's or for that week's awards. Uh, but we are very very excited to roll out the watch list for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year in 2020. If you can't read this on the screen, we're going to have this on TexasFootball.com. If you want to read it, uh, probably the high 
highlights here. If you want to, if you want to highlight a couple of guys, uh, Demetrius Davis, the quarterback for Galena Park North Shore, Lakeview Centennial running back Kamar Wheaton. Of course, uh, we talked about him on this week in recruiting just yesterday. Alito uh, wide receiver JoJo Earl, fourth All Saints run uh, offensive lineman Tommy Brockermeyer, <clears throat> Pleasant Grove defensive lineman Landon Jackson, Grandview quarterback Dane Yench, Motley County running back Jake Richards, El pa- uh, Mart athlete Roger L. Freeman, El Paso America's running back Aaron Dumas, Sherilyn Pioneer quarterback Eddie Lee Marburger, Land Pass's quarterback Ace Whitehead. A lot of fantastic players, a hundred of them listed here on the watch list for the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. And so, make sure you check that out. Um, we are going to... I'm looking for the watch list from last year. I want to see if we can we can find that. But, in any case, I can't find it right now. Um, so, make sure you check that out uh, on TexasFootball.com if you want to check out the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year preseason watch list. Uh, 100 players we've got our eye on. Again, doesn't mean that these are the only players eligible. Everyone is eligible, and we love being surprised. Uh, but check out TexasFootball.com for more information. And of course, the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week voting starts on Monday, so you can yes. check that out. So if you're suiting up this weekend, uh, you have an opportunity to uh, put on a show and become a nominee for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. So make sure you check that out on TexasFootball.com. Speaking of TexasFootball.com, I do want to mention that... We have a new piece up on TexasFootball.com that we're going to roll out every week. And this is something we've been getting a lot of questions about. Mm -hmm. A lot of questions. For the first time, of course, in 2020, you can stream Texas high school football games live on Friday night. Uh, You can can do that. So uh, as a result, and for obvious reasons, one is that fewer, fewer teams or fewer people are going to be able to be at the games. But secondly... Um, the UIL, I think, wants to experiment with this and see if this this can work. As a result, we've been getting just absolutely inundated with people saying, how can I watch games? How can I watch Texas high school football games? Well, we are going to do the hard work for you. TexasFootball.com, Ishmael Johnson, is going to list uh, as many games as we can find. We're going to spotlight a couple of games that we're really excited about, but we have a list right now, our viewer's guide, our watch guide at texasfootball.com, the DCTF Texas High School Football Watch Guide. A hundred, We have more than 50 games that you can stream this week. Now, some of them are paid services like Texan Live, and some of them uh, are, are free, but you can make sure you check that out at texasfootball.com. If you need your football fix this weekend, and maybe you're not going out to a game, maybe your team doesn't start for another month, maybe your team has a bye week in week one, maybe your team's game got canceled, whatever. If you need your football fix, we've got a list of links. You can you can uh, uh, watch games at texasfootball.com if you want to check it out. We're going to do that every week. Uh, we're going to have games all over the state, including... Now, normally, this first segment of a Thursday show, we would do Thursday games to watch. Here's the problem. The problem is... I think there's two 11-man games tonight. One of them is Fredericksburg and Monahans. That's out in San Angelo. Uh, Gilmer and Gladewater got rescheduled to Friday. And so, uh, text, uh, if you go to textfootball.com, you can find the link to watch Fredericksburg and Monahans tonight. If you want to get your football fix, uh, you can check that out at textfootball.com. We'll get that link and links to about 50 other games this weekend. So if you need your football fix, you can get it at texasfootball.com. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I'm going to text Aubrey Sims and see if he will pick up his phone. Hey, coach. Trying to call you now. Tom 12 team. Anyway. 
Um, so TexasFootball.com uh, for complete coverage. We've got a huge. We got so much on the site right now. Uh, we got Steph's mega preview. We've got. Uh, the watch guide. We've got a private school preview from our friend John Walk at LSCSN. We're really excited to add this to the mix. A super robust uh, private school preview. Uh, we're trying to do better on, on our coverage of private school, uh, uh, the private school ranks. We are leaning on our friend uh, John Walk over at LSCSN. Uh, we're going to check that out. Uh, we're going to have our six-man preview uh, from Granger Huntress, our six-man football insider, coming up here on TexasFootball.com uh, later today. It's a big, big day on TexasFootball.com, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that you can check out there, uh, most notably the watch guide. I think the watch guide is going to be something that you're very, very interested in. We also, also yesterday, we put up the game projections for every game in the state, and I know that there's the moving targets. We've got games up there that aren't happening. Sorry about that, but we'd rather you have all the information uh, and just say, oh, that game's not happening, than try to go through and edit these up. So, TexasFootball.com for everything Texas high school football on this, the opening night of Texas high school football season 2020. Pickle, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of the Iowa Park Hawks. We are joined by Coach Aubrey Sims. Coach, how are you? I'm great, man. How are things in beautiful Iowa Park, Texas? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. I I can certainly imagine that. Uh, first and foremost, um, here we are, a night, the day before your your opening game of of the season. Obviously, this off season has been strange. It's been different. Um, I guess I'll just kind of put it to you this way: Do you feel like your team is still prepared here for for week one? Of uh, are they are they ready to go kick off tomorrow? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it was kind of crazy just not, not seeing the kids after spring break. But once we hit the summer session, uh, we've had more kids come out. i got more kids playing football now than I have in the seven years I've been here. I think they're just tired of being at home and had a lot of kids come out that hadn't played before. And uh, Our numbers at summer workouts were record numbers. Our football, our volleyball, I mean, all of our programs, tennis, uh, we've got more participation now than, than we've had since I've been here. You know that's that's one thing I'm, I'm I'm interested in whenever I talk with coaches these days about um the about getting the kids to to buy in. We know that you guys are and and Texas high school ball coaches are working really hard to be diligent about the the safety procedures, about making sure you're distancing and and things like that. Uh, but it takes two to tango. You can yell at them all the time, say do this, do this, do this. Do you get the feeling that the kids are buying in as far as doing things the right way and making sure that they're staying safe? Absolutely. That's been easy. I mean, mm. kids wearing a mask up in the school building and down here to the field house and in the locker rooms. And, man, that has been very easy to enforce because I think maybe having it taken away in the spring, you know, losing baseball, softball, and track, I think it, it really sent a pretty good message. And, man, you got to do what you got to do and be thankful for what you got. So, uh, without a doubt, man, the kids have been great. Uh, last year, of course, a, a tremendous year for your Hawks. You guys run all the way to the regional final, come up just short to, to Midland Greenwood. I know that that going into that game with Greenwood, um, you guys felt like this was uh, you guys had an opportunity to, to to really make some noise. You guys come up just short to to a good Greenwood team, certainly certainly a deserving semifinalist. Has that been something you guys have talked about over the off season? Has that been something that that has uh, you you've talked about making sure you get take that next step, or or has it been just kind of pushing forward? Man, and maybe that's a mistake I make. But, uh, you know, last year was last year. It was a different group of guys. And, and this year, even though we have some of those guys back from, from even to two seasons ago, uh, you know, every year is different. And, and we kind of moved some guys around. And 
this is these guys' opportunity, you know, rankings and all that stuff is what's happened in the past. And, you know, what are you going to be remembered for? So I really haven't. We really don't talk about, you know, I mean, everybody wants to win a state championship. Everybody talks about getting to that level. But, uh, you know, it's not something we focus on. We're, we're worried about holiday. We're talking with Aubrey Sims, the head coach of the Iowa Park Hawks here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, I'm, uh, talking about your 2020 squad, do you have a feeling quite yet on on where you guys are going to are gonna hang your hat, what you guys are going to be about? Uh, man, defensively. I mean, our uh, our defensive line might be as, as good for, for what we're doing defensively as I've had since I've been here. So, you know, if we don't have to score 40 points to win a game, uh, you know, I think that, that gives us a chance. So, uh, you know, really we're putting a lot of emphasis on the defensive side of the ball. And we've got a lot of uh, backups that are, are really 1Bs that uh, we're going to be able to get some kids off the field and not, not take a step back. So, uh, you know, I say if we're going to hang our hat this year, it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, when you when you talk with your guys, um, obviously over over the course of the off season, you guys haven't been able to get together as as much as as possible, uh, as much as 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 you've wanted. Um, in these early practices over the past couple of weeks, have have you been able? Has it felt like there has been a, a steeper learning curve? Because have you been able to tell you haven't been able to have maybe that uh, the, the those practices that you otherwise would have had? You know, I'm I'm. Uh... I'm an athletic director before I'm a football coach, and we don't do football in the spring. Uh, we really push baseball and push track, and so we're not any further behind than we've ever been. I mean, this is we always start a little slow, and I think that's because I don't do a lot of stuff in the spring. Uh, but I don't want kids not playing, not playing baseball or not running track because they don't want to miss what's going on in football. So we don't do it, and we. We did very, very little in the summer. I'm not a big seven-on-seven guy. And, um, you know, I want the summer for them to be a kid and and go visit grandparents and not feel the pressure to be up there for a seven-on-seven game. So uh, I'm the wrong guy on that one. We got, man, we're we're right where we normally are and and have actually a little bit further than I thought we would be putting the quarterback in. We're talking with Aubrey Sims, the head coach of, of Iowa Park. Speaking of your quarterback, you know, you mentioned, uh, that, you know, I know that's a guy, you know, last year, a great year for your quarterback, Trent Green. He's off to Oklahoma Baptist now. Uh, it sounds like, is, is it Kirby? It starts with a C, but is it Kirby? Yes, okay. Kirby Kahili. Yes, sir, Kirby. Yes, sir. Uh, looks like he's going to take over at the, at the at the quarterback spot. Um, uh, you guys have a, have a history of putting out really good quarterbacks. He seems like he's next. What can you tell us about this young man? You know, he started as a freshman at, uh, I believe it was Howe. I think he started as a freshman. And uh, then when he moved here, um, you know, Trent was in his junior year and coming off a pretty good sophomore year. And so we stuck Kirby out there and split in just because just he didn't have the knowledge of the offense. I mean, it was like learning a foreign language to him. And, uh, man, he had two great years out there. And, and you know, last year uh, he got some reps. And Trent, Trent kind of had some, some bumps and bruises. So Kirby, throughout these three years that he's been here, he's had some – opportunities to get in there and play quarterback quite a bit so uh, he's just gotten so much bigger and stronger and uh, he's already committed to Abilene Christian uh, man he's just he's looked great throwing the ball just uh, running the offense he would have never known this would this be his first game uh, at quarterback uh, of course it all kicks off tomorrow uh, against Holiday um, I don't want to ask you to give away your game plan but uh, good, good holiday team. You guys are facing uh, tomorrow night. What, what can you tell us? Uh, what are you expecting to see uh, across the field tomorrow? You know, I kind of catch a little bit of flack that we're a four A school <laughs> playing a playing a three A school. But man, Holiday is a very strong football community. 
they're, they're, they got a lot of participation. Their kids get after it and play hard. And and uh, being a home game for them, you know, I think it's good for our kids to see that. I think they're ranked number 10 in the state. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, playing holiday, turn around playing Canadian, playing Brock in a few weeks. Uh, for 5A school in Old High that I think went three rounds in 5A last year. And we've got a tough non-district schedule. And it's really all about, you know, putting kids in big games and, and having them control their nerves and uh, getting us ready for when we, we get ready to play Grand and when we get in the playoffs and we've got to line up against the line and, and those guys. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's tough, but I think it's, uh, you know, this year, man, I know you, y'all probably heard this from everybody. I mean, this has nothing to do with winning and losing. And you never know if your quarterback's going to be quarantined for 14 days because he's, you know, he was at a birthday party and his grandma blew the candles out and she got COVID. I mean, this year is just about getting to play. You know, these, these coaches are doing so much more in a classroom than they've ever had to do with virtual learning and just taking attendance isn't what it has been. So just the fact that we're able to get out there and play and, and kids compete, uh, it's a victory for both communities. So man, it's, uh, it's a good time to, you know, be a coach and, and be around these kids and, and to keep them, you know, not being negative. There's so much negative stuff going on in our country, man. Playing football is such a positive thing right now for Texas high school football. You know, that kind of leads me into in my final question for you, which is, uh, you know, you've... you've Sorry. Been, uh, no, no, you're, no, it's great because... Get me on my soapbox. No, I love it because, and, and I want to keep you on the soapbox because one thing that I think is interesting is, you know, you've been you've been around, you've been a, a coach for a while. I'm not trying to call you old. I'm just being being honest. You've been, you've been a coach for a couple of years. You've had week ones before. You know what week one typically looks like. You know this right. week one is not going to look the same. Do you approach it the same way, or do you do you tell your kids, guys, look, we know it's going to be different, but let's just, you know, God willing, the creek don't rise. Let's just get out there and play some football. Uh, you know, I think more than than ever, even I've been this is my twenty third year. I mean, more than ever, I think our kids, because of what happened in the spring, they are so thankful and know that it can be taken away. We've had the best practices. I mean, uh, I just look for our effort and just overall um, attitude, just to be better than it's ever been. Because I think the kids are so thankful to be able to go play. It's easy to motivate. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, just they're all they're all smiles, man. So you know, hopefully that will continue, and and they won't take anything for granted. You know, I'm talking about Graham, but who knows if we're going to be playing football by the time we get to that point? So you know, just taking it one day at a time, one game at a time, and and just being happy to be out there and play. That is the God's honest truth. He is Aubrey Sims. He's the head coach of the Iowa Park Hawks. Make sure you see them in action uh, at uh, Eagle Stadium in Holiday, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night. Coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations Perfect. on making it through yep. the offseason, man. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing your boys tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he goes. Aubrey Sims, the head coach at Iowa Park. Joining us here on Texas Football Today, he's uh, it's it's, and I think that that's a that's a a common refrain that I've heard from coaches, is, um, they want to get out there and play, and and they want to make sure they they soak it in because I think everyone everyone understands the circumstances we're in. Every single coach that I've talked to this week have said that when they were able to come back to practices or summer workouts, that there were some of the biggest smiles on the kid faces that they've Mm -hmm. ever seen, that the effort has been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And everyone has also said, you know, the goal tomorrow is to go out there and 
do not regret or tonight tomorrow whenever you're playing yeah. Saturday do not go out there and regret a single play because you might not get a chance to make up for it it's, the next got, week guys I mean look yes exactly like that is the you know I'm, I'm not trying to be a doomsayer I'm telling you that the, that there is a, a, a real chance that this is the only week of games we get you know what I mean like that's not I, I don't think that's going to happen but that's a possibility and so I, I think the, the 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 great the gratefulness and the gratitude and the the humility that you're hearing from coaches and from players and stuff about like we just want to get out there and play, and we want to make sure we we embrace and we uh, and we we appreciate what what what's happening because there's no guarantee of tomorrow. And I know we talked about that in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Of like, oh, you know, you got to mm-hmm. win to to continue on and stuff like that. And that's true too. But like, in in such a different way, it's true right now. In week one, and 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 I think that that's a common refrain you're hearing from a lot of coaches around the state, is look, we just want to get out there and we just want to play because we don't know if there's a tomorrow, and and I think that that's uh, that that that's the way to approach it, guys. We just got to take it one week at a time, and 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 hope that hope that things go well, uh, but but you know just just know that every snap we get this year is a blessing, plain and simple. So. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, friends. For the third consecutive year, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Whataburger have teamed up to give fans the opportunity to honor the best and brightest stars in Texas high school football with the 2020 Whataburger Super Team. We are now taking nominations for the 2020 Whataburger Super Team. If you know a player who should be honored as a member of the 2020 Whataburger Super Team, nominate them at texasfootball.com. That's texasfootball.com if you want to nominate your favorite player for the 2020 Whataburger Super Team. That's texasfootball.com for the 2020 Whataburger Super Team. Okay. Guys, the pick'em cuts, cuts off at two o'clock every Wednesday. Yeah, it's it is the same time every single week. Two it o'clock. Cuts, cuts off Wednesday. at two o'clock every Wednesday. That's just that's just the, the zeal. So pick before then. Pick before two o'clock on Wednesday. Don't pick. Speaking of picks, how about that? <laughs> Woo! That's a segue. <laughs> Tepper okay. gets to pick on Thursdays. Bop, bop. I get to pick on Thursdays. <laughs> He's Although the only technically one, I pick on Mondays. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are some games and 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 here's my predictions for, for week one of the twenty twenty Texas High Football season. And and, and there's already there's the already yes, there's already things out of date. Okay? For example, the opening game that I talk about is Gladewater and Gilmer. And I say that it's Thursday night. Guess what? Got moved to Friday. So, I think I issued a disclaimer at the beginning about, like, have everything super fluid. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, big games all across the state in week one of the 2020 Texas high school football season. I predict a lot of them. 38. 38 of them? Yeah. I predict 38 of them. I guarantee I will get at least one right. Here's week one of the picks on Texas football today. Welcome in to the strangest Texas high school football season in modern history. It's week one, 2020. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to whatever this is. We're here. The 2020 Texas high school football season is here, and who could have pictured that it would look like this? 
4A and below start this week. 6A and 5A will not start for another month. Uh, and, of course, there is the looming threat of the coronavirus to kind of shut everything down at a moment's notice. We don't know what the 2020 Texas high school football season is going to look like because we've never experienced anything like this. Yes, there was a flu pandemic back in 1918, but there were only 116 teams that fielded the Texas high school football squad that year. I mean, things are really different right now. And there's no guarantee of next week. So I think the best thing we can do is sit back and enjoy the games as best and responsibly as we can. And safely, by the way. That's just it. By the way, look, everything here comes with a big asterisk. We don't know what the schedule is going to look like. We think we do, but there are already games that are being canceled this week uh, for one reason or another. And because 2020 is absolutely relentless, there are already games being canceled because of a hurricane in Southeast Texas. So, look, we don't know. We're going to do our best to do what we do here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which is talk about football, but it all comes with one big glaring asterisk. Cool? Cool. Huge games all across the state. We start in East Texas. 7 o'clock Thursday night at Jack Murphy Stadium in Gladewater. It's a big-time East Texas tussle as the Gladewater Bears welcome in the Gilmer Buckeyes. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, chunk plays for the Bears. You know, Gladewater is going to be a squad this year that I think has the ability to hit a lot of home runs. The running back, Elijah Carter, is a bona fide stud. They've got an outstanding wide receiver in DJ Allen, and they can throw the ball around a bit with Tristan Holmes, their quarterback. This is going to be a really dynamic Gladewater squad can they hit a couple of big plays loosen up this Buckeyes defense or will Gilmer hold them to get three yards in a cloud of dust key number two make them hurt talking about Gilmer on this end and I'll tell you that for all the playmakers that they have like Dylan Flewellen who is a superstar I do think that in a lot of ways the key for this Gilmer attack is going to be quarterback Mason Hurt I think he was really underrated last year a guy who threw uh, for nearly 2,000 yards and I think got better as the season went on but they need him to make a big step forward if they are going to get this win tonight and more importantly if they're going to get where they want to this season. Mason Hurt has got to be excellent for Gilmer if they're going to get to that state championship stage again. Can he start it off in week one? And key number three, this is weird. I feel like we could probably do this for every game this year, but look, this is the first game of the 2020 Texas high school football season out there in East Texas, a Thursday night affair, and the offseason has been anything but normal, uh, with teams pretty much banned from getting together for large chunks of the offseason. Furthermore, uh, there's all the normal things that come along with a first game of the season, except that there's going to be half the number of fans in the stands, and the game is going to be available to be streamed online. We're coming off of the strangest offseason in Texas high school football history, and now these guys are going to be thrown out there on the field and say, hey, go win a game. So what happens then? Who handles these strange circumstances in week one better? Who am I picking? I'm going with Gilmer. I like the road team in this one because I think generally in week one games, the defense tends to be ahead of the offense. And I think that the Buckeyes defense has a chance to be pretty darn good. I think they were really young last year. I think they got a chance to take a big step forward in 2020. Yes, Dylan Flewell and Mason Hurd are going to do their job, but I think the defense is the key here for Gilmer. On the Gladewater side, look, I think a lot of it comes back to Elijah Carter. Can he have a big game on the ground, establish the run, and maybe loosen up this Gilmer defense? For now, though, I think the Buckeyes go to Gladewater. Get a big win.
7.30 p.m. Friday night at Badger Field in Lampasas. It is a really interesting 4A clash between the Lampasas Badgers and the Brownwood Lions. What are the keys of this matchup? Key number one, ace up their sleeve, and who could we possibly be talking about? It's Lampasas quarterback, Ace Whitehead, and what can we say at this point that hasn't already been said 100,000 times? This is one of the very best players in the state of Texas at any level hard stop. He had 75 touchdowns last year, nearly 5,000 total yards, and he may just be getting started. Look, a lot of this game comes down to what Brownwood does with the problem like Ace Whitehead. Who shines brighter in week one? Is it the superstar quarterback for the Badgers, or is it a potentially excellent Brownwood defense? Key number two, Brownwood's big boys. Go ask Brownwood coach Sammy Burnett what he wants his team to look like. Like, if he could just craft his perfect team, what would they start with? I know the answer. The answer is a great offensive line. And I think that Brownwood has the chance to have that this year with their center, Ethan Pacina, and their outstanding tackle, Jimmy Brown. This is a really, really talented offensive line that brings back a key number of players from last year's team. I think they're going to have the advantage in the trenches against what may be a young Lampasas front. Can they make that matter in the season opener? And key number three, the usual week one stuff. Let's put aside all the coronavirus stuff for just a second, right? And let's just focus on the fact that this is the first week of the Texas high school football season. And the first week of the Texas high school football season tends to be a little sloppy, okay? Penalties, false starts, bad substitutions, uh, special teams miscues. Uh, when you add in all of, all of those things to the fact that teams have not been able to have as much practice as they've wanted to, this could be a really odd fits and starts type game. So, who handles the usual week one stuff better? Who am I picking? I'm going with Lampasas. When in doubt, you go with the team with the single individual best player, and that's Ace Whitehead, the quarterback for the Badgers. I think he's able to put on a show against what could be a very good Brownwood defense. Now, I think the key for Brownwood is going to be turnovers. If they can force a couple of turnovers and maybe get plus two in the turnover margin, I think they got a great chance to bring home an upset win. But for now, I think the Ace Whitehead is too much. Give me the Badgers. Let's go to Central Texas, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at UMHB's Crusader Stadium in Belton as Troy takes on Salado. And there's a lot to really like about this game. You know, I think Salado's a deep sleeper in Central Texas. I like what the Eagles have this year with their slot T attack led by Rook Brown. On the other side for Troy, well, they want to run the ball as well, and they are really good at it. Zach Urbacek is back, one of the very best running backs in the state last year. He had a huge huge junior year. What does he do as a senior? Excited for this one. This game's probably going to be over in about an hour and 15 minutes because both these teams run the ball so well. But I do think that Troy's defense gives him a little bit of the edge. Give me the Trojans. Let's go west. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Maverick Stadium in Eastland as Eastland welcomes in the Wall Hawks. And talk about differing styles here. You've got the flex bone attack there at wall. Coach Houston guy installs this offense better than maybe anybody in the nation. And they figure to be a big time problem for everybody that they see going up against Baron Morton and this wide open air raid offense for Eastland and Baron Morton. If you don't know him, the Texas tech commit is one of the outstanding signal callers in the state of Texas this year. This figures to be a lot of fun. Who is able to find that defensive adjustment that's going to come in like the second half that's going to put them over the top? For now, I think Eastland's got a little bit of an edge, but this game's really close. And 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Zebra Stadium in Grandview. It's a rematch of the 2018 3A Division I state championship game. As the Grandview Zebras welcome in the Malakoff Tigers, and 
these are two teams that know each other pretty well. You remember they played in the title game in 2018. They played again in 2019. And now here they are opening the season against one another. And a lot of the key components from those games are back. Of course, Dane Yench, the quarterback for Grandview and safety, he has been sensational. Of course, a four-time MVP of the state championship games. I don't even know how you do that. Plus Demetrius Crownover back in the mix. But do not count out Malakoff. Darian Peace, their quarterback, is back. I think he's in for a very big year. Not to mention their big defensive tackle in Samir Ruiz. I think this game is really interesting. And these two teams tend to play each other very, very close. But as we go along in week one, you go with the team with the individual best player. That's probably... Dane Yench, the quarterback for Grandview, I think he leads the Zebras to a win. But those are far from the only big games in week one of the 2020 Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. I like Lexington to beat West. Give me Ballinger to take down Jim Ned. And Tidehaven squeaks by Weimer. Franklin over Lorena. Give me Vanderbilt Industrial over Ganado. And Navasota takes down Wharton. East Bernard over Edna, give me Sonora to take down Ozona. And Mason starts 1-0 with a win over Comanche. Brock beats Bushland. Salina gets by Melissa. And I think Midlothian Heritage just barely gets by Wichita Falls Hershey. Dangerfield speeds by Atlanta. Little Cypress Mauriceville beats Hampshire Finette. And in his debut at Mejia, I think Tristan Abrams Blackcats take down Cameron Yo. I like Dumas over Seminole. Give me Bernie over Beeville Jones. And Stratford takes down Spearman. Wink beats Cristoval, Groveton beats Lovelady, and Midland Greenwood gets by Lubbock Estacado. I like East Chambers over West Rust. Give me Shiner to take down Hallettsville. And down in the Valley, I like Laferia over Raymondville. Cuero's bounce back year starts with a win over Lavernia. Give me Yoakum to take down Palacios. And Abernathy beats Shallowwater. I like Childress over Panhandle in a sneaky good game up in the Texoma area. I like Iowa Park over Holiday. Battle of top 10 teams in 4A, I like Argyle over Decatur. And in a game that was made at the last minute, I like Waco La Vega to beat Port Lavaca Calhoun. The Foxes of Caddo Mills beat Gainesville and in our six-man game of the week. I like White Deer over Strawn. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com where you can find complete coverage of the 2020 Texas high school football season at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week one of the 2020 Texas high school football season. Stay safe, wear a mask. We'll see you next time. There it is. The debut in 2020, the season premiere of the picks my high school football predictions and as always friends i can guarantee you it's a stone cold lock i got at least one of those right now there have been like a number of you can tell there's a couple of like edits in there and maybe it's because i just i've watched the video like four times because uh, to, to like check things but you can tell that there's a couple of edits there where we like had to change things like the last minute, like the Waco La Vega thing. It's like, that sounds a little bit different because we recorded mm-hmm. after the fact and stuff. Um, Which is going to be the case with all oh the videos this year. Please, please don't yell at me because okay, so for, we're uh, doing our look, best. So here's, here's, here's the God's honest truth of the matter. Okay. Normally on Thursday as well, we will roll out Matt steps road trip. Mm-hmm. Normally we will, but Matt step, I swear, he had a schedule that was supposed to be. I think. I think Saturday was the first time that his schedule got thrown for a loop. Mm-hmm. And, and I had just finished editing that video last Friday. Yes, and then 
suddenly like everything goes kablooey mm-hmm. and so you know look we're and it didn't we're, just change once it changed like 17 we're times we're all grasping at jello okay we're all just like <laughs> come on please do something uh do it uh so yeah so there will be you know we will we record those on monday we can make adjustments to it like Tuesday, but then Pickle's really got to get to editing because it's kind of a, a heavy lift on editing. Yeah. So it's like... Just we, be kind. We, <laughs> yes, we will make it as accurate as we can, but just know that like the shifting sands of things are like, there will come a point. This is a promise. Mm-hmm. There will come a point where a game that we have in the picks gets canceled. Like that's just gonna, it's gonna oh, happen. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not rooting for it. I'm telling you it's gonna happen. I mean, but heck, it's like... There's it's the just, possibility that on a Friday morning, one of the games I'm covering for a Fox absolutely like 100 percent. i've been i've been every time step sends another like oh this game is canceled like my heart like skips a beat like is that gonna be my game you're uh, at uh, uh yeah i'm down in mahaya for cameron yo versus mahaya this the tristan abram debut week. yeah the tristan abram debut in mahaya uh and of course taking on a, a good a perennial power there in cameron mm-hmm. so should be fun anyway there's the picks you can see it on youtube at youtube.com slash Dave, Dave Campbell's. Campbell's TF or Dave yeah. Campbell's? I think it's Dave Campbell's TF. I can I can look that up for you. She's looking it up. There's a so there's a um on Sesame Street, there's a new character that you are probably unfamiliar with whose name is Smarty. Smarty's a smartphone. Okay. And whenever it's when we go to Elmo's world. Um and uh Smarty is they always talk about how it's like if you don't know something, look it up. Mm. Well, I am Smarty, and it is youtube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. Yes. You can also just go to textable.com. We got it there, too. Yep. All right. So, normally, that's gonna that's the end of the show for us, but normally we would go longer, but, like, all of the other in-season segments we usually do on Thursday, like, are not available. For example, normally we do... Nope. Mm-mm. A gambling segment. Like, normally we do free money. Nope. But free money is not going to happen it's because there's no, <laughs> there's no college football games. There's no college football games. The last week of yeah, there's just, a lovely Thursday. There's normally like other stuff that we could do, but like doom. like we couldn't do a Thursday games to watch because it's like there's only one, like two eleven man games and like I think two, two six, six man, man games. games yeah. There's four games total tonight. So look, let's go to final thoughts. Yeah. Um. The one question that was asked, uh, it was asked by Ed, and I thought this was a good question when we were talking about the Mr. Texas football thing. Mm-hmm. You need some icy hot I strained my shoulder, man. I did something. It's not good. Like, look, I like yesterday, you know, I did a bullpen session, and I threw about 600 pitches, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know. You should have stopped the, at 599. I had the, That's where you messed I up. I had the slider working, but I just like, just wasn't, you know, no. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Ed asked, was Landry Gilpin on the watch list originally as well? Because we were talking about how obviously like... That is an excellent question. I, yeah, I, there's I players would, that can I, get on there without being on the initial watch list. I would... I don't know. He had a really big junior year, so he yeah. might have been. At least in the top 100 one. He's got to be probably in the preseason I'm going to look that up. Um, I'm going to look that up and see if I can find out. Find out like... The last player who um, was on, um, who was not on the watch list, who made it, but but it does happen. Like every single year, it happens. There there are players who jump on, who are at least in our finalists that we didn't that that we didn't even know about. So, anyway, all right, that it. Yeet. That's gonna do it for us. Thanks. Stop saying yeet.
That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Aubrey Sims of Iowa Park for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Mailback Friday on Woo-hoo. Texas Football Today.